Welcome to the Sales and Presentation Podcast, helping you win more sales and deliver awesome presentations. And now, here is your host, Trevor Lee. Hello, hello. Thank you so much for joining me for the Sales and Presentation Podcast, brought to you by trevorleemedia.co.uk. UK. I'm your host Trevor Lee. This is the podcast for businesses and individuals who want to enhance their sales skills and techniques and become confident and effective presenters and speakers. Now today's show is going out on Monday November the 5th. So uh, in the UK this is bonfire night. This is remember remember the 5th of November and uh, all across the UK well seemingly for the last week or so there'll be fireworks going off and all sorts of things going on and for those of you who are outside the UK and you're not familiar with what what this is all about well in 1605 here's a bit of history for you in 1605 there was a plot to blow up the king James I um, during the state opening of parliament and it was called the gunpowder plot because essentially what was going to happen were they um, this this group of people they f- they did some meticulous planning and they placed 36 barrels of gunpowder right under the house of lords and the plan was on november the 5th at the state opening of parliament they were going to let it all off and blow everybody up including james the 1st now, the chap who led all this and organised it was a guy called Robert Catesby. But the person who's remembered most is a chap called Guy Fawkes. And Guy Fawkes, his job was to guard the gunpowder barrels under the, in that cellar under the House of Lords. Now, unfortunately for Guy Fawkes, there had been a tip-off. The authorities had been tipped off that something was going to happen and they were on the search and they found Guy Fawkes and the barrels of gunpowder just before he was going to like set fire to them all or let, the, uh, let them all off. So it's Guy Fawkes who is remembered most. And here we are, 413 years later and still great things going on uh, around the UK to do with fireworks and all that sort of stuff. So what on earth has this got to do with the podcast, apart from it going out on the same day that this is all celebrated? Well, I thought when I thought about the uh, the gunpowder plot, I was thinking about all the planning that went into it. It was quite meticulous. And, uh, you know, it was an insider tip-off that let them down. But had that not happened, chances are their plan would have gone ahead. And uh, if you read about the gunpowder plot, you'll know that it took a long time to plan. It really was very, very well organised, very meticulous in its preparation. They did lots of searches. They had to hire this seller and all that sort of stuff. It was really, really huge amount of work on. So I thought, so is there a link here between if you're planning a sales call and the way that the gunpowder plot was planned. So that's my tenuous link to remember, remember the 5th of November, the day that this podcast is going out. I thought, well, there probably is. So uh, I thought, well, why don't we explore and see whether we can find anything interesting along that line. How many of you are getting calls from people trying to sell you stuff and you think, God, there wasn't much preparation went into that. I had one this week, actually. I represent a few clients on a regular basis, and, and I take calls on their behalf for people wanting to sell them um, commercial services, anything, anything. It could be advertising, could be anything. And this particular call was advertising, 
And this girl just rang me up and said, oh, I know you represent X, Y and Z customer and uh, we've seen your ad in whatever publication and we think it'd be great in ours and we've got this special offer and it's uh, we in fact we're going to make it even a better offer than the special offer because I'm going to give you a special price for one week and that'll be free for the following week so shall I book you in <laughs> and that was pretty much how it went I'd never even heard of the publication and uh, I started asking a few questions of her and eventually I think she pretended that she, we got disconnected and she hung up on me um, but <laughs> that was a great example of a really badly prepared sales call. So when you're trying to create sales for your business, how are you doing your planning and preparation? Are you doing it like that lady did there in that sales call for that publication? Or are you as meticulous in your planning, provided you don't get someone who's going to, you know, tip the people off, as the gunpowder plotters? I thought maybe what I'd share with you in the podcast today are five or six ideas about how you can go about planning to make more sales, getting your preparation right, all that sort of stuff. So tip number one, and this, the, all of these are pretty obvious, ladies and gentlemen, but you know sometimes it's really worth reminding ourselves of what they are. So tip number one is be clear about your offer and its benefits. And I've worked with a lot of businesses this year, quite a few startups in particular. And one of the challenges that most of them have is articulating what it is they actually do and offer, whether that be a product range or a service, whatever that might be. Because, you know, if you can't articulate what it is that you're offering, then how can you expect your customer to understand what what you know what what they're supposed to realize about your product or service and its benefits so think about how you articulate that it's it's in a sense it's your elevator pitch isn't it to a degree but think about your offer be clear about what it is number 2 is then think about who actually would need it and benefit from it there's an awful lot of time wasted in sales because people are trying to sell their products or services to potential customers who've really got no interest whatsoever. They're realistically never going to be a customer. So don't waste your time trying to sell your products and ideas to people who've got no interest. So be clear, who would actually benefit from having this product and why would they benefit from it? So that's number two. That, so you're now starting to narrow down what, you, what you're actually going to do. So you've got your offering and you've got the people you think would buy it. And then when you've got those sort of prospects in mind, think about, you know, do your research on them and find out as much about them as you can and start to list one or two or maybe three or four questions that when you get a chance to have a meeting or a call with them, you would want to ask them and think about the questions that they might want to ask you as well. But whenever you're doing a sales, you know, whenever you're doing your sales pitch, what you don't want to be doing is is asking obvious questions, things that you could have found out in advance. It doesn't bode well for your for the way that you come across with the person that you're trying to pitch to. If they think, well, actually, you should have known this. It's a bit like that girl I mentioned earlier trying to sell that advertising. She should have known more about the company that I was representing. She could have easily found that out, but she didn't. She just made the call and winged it, basically, and see how she got on, which was clearly not that very, not that successful. So list the questions that you might want to ask your prospect when you're doing your research. So now you've got a list of people that you you want to you want to go and see or get together. So before you do that, maybe put together a draft outline proposal. 
Now, I'm not suggesting that you're going to send this proposal cold, but you need something to fall back on. Because if, you, if your conversation or your meeting goes really well, then you need to be ready. If someone says, OK, so how's this going to work, Trevor? What's your proposal? Ah, well, you know, my, my early draft proposal is this. But two things about that proposal is make it very easy for your prospective client to understand and make it easy for them to actually say yes to it. So don't leave any ambiguity in it, you know, that sort of thing. Make it really work really hard for you. And then and then the next one is, you know, number five in this list is actually you've got to make contact. You've got to get a call or a meeting organised. And for most people, you know, they think, OK, I'll send them an email. Oh, you know, how many times do you get an email and you simply don't read it or respond to it? So that's that's what's going to happen to your email. So you have to be smarter at getting on the radar of the person you want to have a conversation with, the person that you or company you've identified as a clear prospect. So call them up. Use the telephone because that more often than not does get answered. Okay, Or go and see them. You know, that's your ideal one is to get a meeting organised. And, you know, you might, if it's for convenient, you might just turn up and see them. But get some sort of contact going that's where you're trying to do that without email. If you're connected with them on LinkedIn, then use that as an opportunity. You know, my LinkedIn messages, I tend to respond to them more likely than maybe an email, cold email, because it's more personal, isn't it? So whatever you do, try and get that contact, get that meeting, make that call. And then you've got a chance then to go and see these people and put forward your proposition. So there we are, ladies and gentlemen. It's remember, remember the 5th of November. So these are the five. Let me just run through them quickly again. These are the five top sales preparation tips to make sure you've got a better chance of getting a meeting and getting on the radar of someone you want to talk with. So it's be clear about your offer and its benefits. You need to understand that. Think about who needs your product or service, why they would benefit from it. Do your research on those project on those projects, on those prospects. And list out some questions that you would want to ask them given the opportunity. Put together a draft proposal as to how it might work, but make that easy to understand and easy to buy. And then you've got to try and get a meeting or a call, a video call, whatever it might be, so that you're having a conversation with people. And you, you know, you're going to start, you've got an opportunity then to put forward your proposal or plan. So there we go, ladies and gentlemen. I hope that's been useful. It's been a quick, uh, short um, short podcast today. It is November the 5th. I've got to go now and write, light a bonfire and let some fireworks off. So, <laughs> so um, yeah. So hopefully you will remember, remember the 5th of November and some of the things that uh, we've talked about today. So we've got, uh, because it's November, 2019 is looming, isn't it? So what are your sales plans for 2019? Have you thought about that yet? I would yeah, I would always advise you sit down now. Start to plan if you haven't done so already for 2019. What are your sales targets going to be? What do you want to achieve from your company? Have you got a have you got a, a big, you know, have you got a sales, you know, meeting lined up with your people, you know, or if you're one man band with with a third party or something just to go through those. 
But, you know, it's really important that you, you know, you do sit down and you do start to plan and think about what you're going to do in 2019 because you'll get into December and you'll, you know, you'll start to kind of wind down a little bit. Suddenly January arrive and you think, right, what are we going to do now? Who are we going to get, you know, to work with our business? What what new customers do we want? What are we going to do with our existing customers? So now is the time to do that planning. Uh, if you'd like, you know, uh, I'm one of those people who comes along and shares ideas with people like yourselves on how to grow your sales. So if you're planning a sales meeting or a sales conference between now and the start of 2019, it's not too late to give me a shout. I might still be able to fit you in and come along and be part of that meeting. And if you need some sales training going into the 2019, now is the time to book it in. You know, it's a great opportunity. You know, the start of a new year is, gives you new in, new energy, new momentum. So if you want that inspiration for your sales team or indeed for your business and you maybe don't even have a dedicated sales team, then, you know, give me a shout uh, because my training program, Sell More, it's fun, it's highly interactive and it can be individually designed for your needs. But, you know, get let's have a conversation now because... The, the, the diary is beginning to book up and you need to commit, don't you, to making sure that you do something early in 2019 to give you that momentum going into the new year. So that's it. That's the end of the show. I hope you found the tips and ideas in this podcast really useful and that you will and they will help you to think about how to grow your sales. If you are new to this podcast, then please hit the subscribe button on your podcast app. If you're a regular listener, it'd be great if you could leave a review. That would be really awesome. And if you'd like to come on the show and uh, share a top tip about how you want to, you know, how you're growing your sales, then drop me a line to podcast at trevorleemedia.co.uk and we'll fix up an audio recording which can be part of one of the future shows and podcasts. So that's the end of another podcast. I'm your host, Trevor Lee. I'll be back next week with another episode of the Sales and Presentation Podcast. Until then, make sure you make the most of the sales and presenting opportunities that come your way. The Sales and Presentation Podcast is a production of Trevor Lee Media.